It is 8.56, and I went down at 8.20 and woke up at 8.42. 22 minutes in a dream that felt like 22 hours. And God taking me in a dream to show me what he wanted me to see. But we have to be patient when it comes to anything about what God is doing. Because he might want you to see at the very end where he wanted you to know. And we waiting for God to say it right then and there. But just be patient and wait. And in this dream, I'm just looking around waiting for whatever God wants to show me. Then all of a sudden... I see this body of water, Satan and the demons swimming around him. And he looks at me, blow fire out his mouth like a dragon, like a torch, turned back to where he was looking forward and kept on swimming. They wasn't like moving their limbs or any of that. They were just moving forward in a swimming position. And it was a lot of them and they were coming and they were coming fast. But God always in control. The thing about it is, is that God is showing me when it comes to biblical theology and people releasing due to their testimonies about what they encountered supernaturally. And a lot of times we think that things have actually occurred in their face, but majority of them happened while they were sleeping. And God is showing me because the entire revelation was definitely, you understand, interpreted due to a vision. But we got to know that God can grant us favor to see a vision while we are awake. And we can also see a vision while we are asleep. But you can determine the difference between which one belongs to what. Because the supernatural, the more that we embrace it, our natural Abilities can't even take that supernatural encounter. So the body must have to be in total submission, which means in rest. The mind has to be still. The heart has to be still. The spirit has to be still. The flesh has to rest in order for all of that to be on one accord. Because when we are awake, we are constantly moving. Constantly moving in our minds, our souls, and our spirit all the time. And I just realized that the vision that John on the island of Patmos had, that was not a face-to-face encounter. That was an encounter that was face-to-face in a dream. Because I just witnessed a similarity to John's dream. Because he described Satan in Revelation at one portion regarding the seals and all of that, the seven churches. He described Satan 
in the portion part of a dragon. And he blew smoke out of his mouth and not smoke fire out of his mouth like a dragon. And then kept on going forward. He was the only one that turned and looked at me. The demons didn't even pay me no mind. Probably didn't even see me there watching beside God. And it kind of blew my mind what I just encountered. I waited and I waited. And God showed me that probably 10 seconds before he decided to wake me up from it. And I was in that dream for 22 minutes. So, so many things were happening for the 20, you know, two, I mean, 21 minutes and some seconds. Because sometimes God will have us sleep for hours, but right before he wake us up, there goes that vision. And it could come so hard and so fast, that powerful to know that this is actually taking place in another reality. And we're looking at earth on what we can see, hear, and smell, and taste, and touch. Having granted favor to see what goes on in a supernatural world. I had no idea, and I've been in a pit many of years. God has taken me to see different forms of the pit that have different encounters to see what Satan is doing to cast a plan down or just to show me what he's trying to do that he prevailed not. And I've never been in a place like this where it was a body of water. God showed me that. In a body of water, it was red water. The water was red. And the size was long and very slim. And they were pretty much like in rows of threes. And they were going forward. I will never forget how Satan stopped what he was doing, looked at me, and blew fire out of his mouth. I had to write this down. I never even knew that it was a supernatural body of water demonically. I had no idea. So God is pretty much showing me the difference between a prophetic dream, meaning word from word what God is saying, symbolically, meaning you have to get the message like a purple in a dream. Or a warning when you can declare and decree and it, and it shall be established. And God is showing me due to the prophets and the kings and the people who had these dreams, he showed me whether it was a warning or was it symbolic or actually prophetic. And, and meaning also 
were they awake or were they asleep? And you can determine the difference due to the significance of the supernatural. Because our natural abilities can't even take that. Even Joseph's dream, he was asleep. That's why it was a dream. But a lot of times we say vision, like Ezekiel had a vision. He encountered it. But he could not have ever walked in a valley and seen bones that rattled per se. That was definitely a symbolic dream for things that were dead to come back to life again. Resurrection power. Bones that were brittle, people that were fragile due to calamity, receiving strength again. Those that dream that yeah, that prophecy was about strength. Symbolically was about strength. Just like John in the island of Patmos. It's no way he saw Satan come out with multiple heads in the form of a dragon out of the water in the island of Patmos. And when we read that, that's why we can't really perceive that well because we're looking at it from a different point of view. There's no way he saw that, you know, in the natural. You know, he's seen that vision in a dream. And God will lead us to a dream to see things like that. And I thank God for granting me the supernatural power and the anointing to see in all three realms. The kingdom realm, the earthly realm, and the demonic realm, all, you know. All three worlds. And God said to me, the middle round is nothing but the kingdom and demonic realms upon it where we are having the ability to choose between both of them. So the middle realm is just nothing but an ability to make a decision. And when I and God shows me things like that, I just cannot just quickly go to sleep like that off of something like that. Like that's going on supernaturally. My God. My God. My God. Before I get off of here, God also shared with me that Satan is trying to cause people to stop being relational because he wants people to feel like they are alone. No one understands you. You know, you got it. You'll get through it. You don't need any help. You know, you try or we could try to reach out and it doesn't work. Or things that seem to be getting worse and you thought it would help make it better. And that's nothing but the enemy trying to play with our emotions. Because the thing is, you got to see the significance as to what's really happening here. You know, people bring issues out of us. 
And that's why God deal with us regarding people. You got to see the significance in everything. Everybody on this planet right now are experiencing some type of change. Because everybody connected to someone who's bringing forth change. And I just thank God that me testifying what happens when we receive the free gift of salvation, it doesn't mean that everything stops. That seems to be a problem. It doesn't mean that you will not encounter situations where you don't have to stir yourself up. You know, in fact, you're going to continue to maintain your godly character. So everything around going to try to rob you of that. So you're going to have to. It's required to stir yourself up. And many times it's not being talked about because sometimes we just so used to just releasing what need to be released. But we actually have to go through these steps with people because many people getting the wrong idea thinking that when they just give God their lives, then all the problems and troubles go away. And when they do come, when they give them their life, they didn't expect it to happen. And they start thinking, maybe I'm not doing this right. Or maybe he just upset with me. Or maybe he just, you know, not doing it for me. And they just consider it not to be for them because they walk away thinking that they cannot get it right but not being aware that they've been made right. So that's the theology that we build the foundation on, knowing that we are the righteousness of God. So don't pull away during this time. Don't think that you are alone during this time. Don't think that you are lonely during this time. Don't think that nobody understand you. Don't think that you're being misunderstood. Don't think that no one knows what you're going through. Don't think that everyone is against you. Don't think that you are the problem. Don't think that you feel like you are a mess and try to cover it up. Don't think about any of that. That's nothing but the lies of the enemy. You are the opposite of that. You may feel like no one understands you, but guess what? You are being understood more than you ever have been before without you opening your mouth because we can see the transition from living one way to living another way, receiving a breakthrough and doors opening that you are walking in that you didn't walk in before. Your life going to speak for itself without you even opening your mouth or me opening my mouth. Don't think that people are against you. No, that's the opposite. People are for you. People are for you. Everybody not going to open their mouth and just give no type of opinion because we are coming from a place of people being so opinionated and people not you know, being receptive as much to being trustworthy or even trusting people because many people have prejudged due to issues that was floated up. And God is allowing us to know that even though it's not behavioral based, that doesn't mean that you fall short from grace. You still cannot frustrate the grace upon your life, knowing how to be in order, knowing how to be Christ-like. Like Paul said, it doesn't mean run wild because it's not behavior-based anymore. Don't forget your godly character. Also, in James 5, he still stated the same thing. Remain Christ-like. Do not forget. So the devil is trying to make you feel like it's just you. It's never just you. 
It's like we're getting to a point in a place where we are being honest with our walk. And there are going to be some people that still trying to pretend as if they're never going through anything and all of that. But I'm trying to tell you, if you be around anybody, it don't matter who, it could be the Pope. You be around him long enough, you're going to see some things. And the things about it is, is it's not, it's not what you see, it's what you do when you see it. You understand that determines your level of, and my level of maturity due to what issues that God exposed unto us. You understand it's not to look at no one different or think no one going to look at you different. And a lot of times we don't want to connect because things like that can flow up and we don't want no one to look at us different. And I know it been many times and I felt that way. You know why? Because I encountered that before. And people do, you know, tend to look at you differently. But the thing about it is, God is not dealing with you when he float things up. He's allowing them to see because he's dealing with them regarding how they're perceiving and not you. And when you see things about people, God is dealing with you due to how you perceive when he show you things about them. See, we got to know how God moves, how God thinks. We can't say, oh, you know, all of this is going on. So I must got to wait to receive whatever I'm, I'm expecting God to do. Or oh, this is the reason why God is not moving. Oh, this got to get together before God. Oh, this got to be done. Let's get out the way. You get out the way. I get out the way and allow God to have his way. Let's stay out of our way. Stay out of each other's way and let God have his way. Regarding every single one of us. Because we think too much. We overthink because we're trying to figure God out. He, God is not to be figured out. You understand? He's being talked about due to us encountering his goodness. We're releasing the goodness of God. The demonstrations of his power, his might, his mercy. You know, every virtue of God. You know, the attributes of God is so amazing when it comes to, you know, his personality. So I don't want you and God don't want me to feel like, oh, this is a time when I just want to be alone and no one gets what I'm going through and everyone is just saying different things. I don't know what to listen to. I don't know who to believe. No, don't think that way because your life is actually the opposite as to how your flesh feels. These are the best days of your life. Now God wants the things folded up so he can fill in those voids. Because he don't want us walking around with things that need to be uprooted. And then they come out around people we're ministering to. You understand? So God wants to be a clear example of his goodness in our lives. So don't feel like you alone. Everybody going through change. Everybody getting up the issues out of their lives and everything being floated. And God used people to float them up. Because God used people for him to show up and show out. Hallelujah. So don't feel that way. Neither will I. No one should. Not during a time as this. The devil wants us to be isolated. I'm just going to stay away, you know, make things better or, you know, too much going on. You know, I got enough on my plate. I don't have time for something extra. All those things. 
your life is actually the opposite as to what it actually seem in the natural. And I want you to really, really be proud of yourself because you, you seeing it through, I'm seeing it through, you know, things that's people that's noticing or about you and about me is for great change. And God know who to put in your path to float up things. He's not going to float up things in front of any old body because some people can disvalue you, you know, can, you know, prejudge you and cause you to feel worse than where you are. Because some people just want to just have something to say because they feel they feel empowered to tell people what they need to do. But the real power is them receiving what they need to do. <laughs> so you don't even have to do no talking for your life, but continue to testify. But your life is testifying itself of God's goodness in your life. So receive these words and receive them well. Because God is showing us that it's okay to go through this change. He's not going to have us to just go to any old body. He's placing people in our path to just lift each other up. Lift each other up and keep each other lifted. As much as you breathe, keep each other lifted. Hallelujah. Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. I love you and thank God for you. And when it comes to me having this gift to see in heavenly realms like this and earthly realms and demonic realms, just keep me lifted because it's, it's powerful. It's like, what? I, I jump up out of my sleep. It takes me about 20 minutes, 10 minutes to go back to sleep. Sometimes I don't even want to go back because it's just too powerful for my body to even take what I just seen. Like he gonna say, and I know it was water, a body of water in demonic realms that they're swimming in, and he blows fire out his mouth inside of water that is red. So I'm like, my God, and God's standing right there beside me while I'm witnessing it. And the first person I thought about was John out of the Patmos, how he encountered, you know, a dream of how Satan came out the water like that. And he even mentioned, I think, uh, Beelzebub or Asmodeus or even Leviathan. It was one of those demons that be under Satan all the time. And I want to tell you guys, thank you so much for praying for me and my family, me and my son, every area in my life, you know, that God continue to manifest his glory. You know, we all right. Everything's all right. You know, don't shadow away. Don't think it's just you. No, it's all of us. It's never just us. It's all of us. You understand? We all in this together. I love you. So don't push away. Don't stay away. Don't think you're the problem. Don't think the problem going to be solved if you do move away. Don't think that things are getting worse. Don't think you can't confide in no one, talk to anyone. Just pray and let God continue to connect who he want in your life. All right? I love you. Greater is he's in us than he's in the world. Do whatever God lead you to do and don't deny what God is saying to you in order to bring forth your change. I love you.